Namaste and welcome to the Purna Yoga podcast. It's been a while and it's taken a while because today I talk about something that is of such high significance in the lifestyle and the way we lead our lives nowadays. We often question ourselves and there comes a time in our lives where we question as to who am I? Am I just this physical body that's moving through the mundane tasks of this world one after the other a person who is living from mondays to fridays slogging working chasing money chasing fame and then finding some time to unwind during the weekend or is there more to my life beyond that am i only going to be living from vacation to vacation or will i be able to do more with my life am i supposed to only have fun feel stress free when i'm away from my work or is it possible to show up better in my life can i have a balanced state of being and when we start asking ourselves these questions that's when we are starting to move past our physical bodies and ready to explore what are known as the human dimensions in the yogic philosophy these are known as kosh so there are five kosh in the traditional yogic philosophy these kosh are primarily the different layers to our being and then when i say layers i'll usually we believe that they are one after the other disconnected from each other but all the five dimensions of our being are deeply rooted and connected to each other and they do not work in isolation which means that for one layer to work in the best way the others need to be in sync as well i'm sure it sounds a little weird it sounds a little what is she talking about but hold on and as we get delving deeper into all of these layers so the traditional yogic philosophy like i said has five human dimension or five kosh the first one is annamaya kosh and that is your physical body along with the food that you eat the second one is pranamaya kosh which is your energy body the third one is manomaya kosh which is in the yogic philosophy your mental as well as your emotional body and so in the modern holistic approach to yoga we have divided this particular kosh into two different dimension the mental body as well as the emotional body and then there is the vijnanamaya kosh which is your wisdom body and the final kosh or dimension to our being is the anandamaya kosh which is your bliss body so today we will be discussing not five but six dimensions of the human being wherein we will divide the mental and the emotional bodies at two separate areas because in the modern world though they are deeply interconnected but we have different practices different ways of approaching these two dimensions of our being let's begin right from the start that's the 
Annamaya Kosh or your physical body. All your cells, tissues, organs, systems that make up our body like the reproductive system, the respiratory system, the circulatory system, all of these compromise of what is called as the physical body along with your bones, your muscles, the fascia and this particular dimension also includes the food that we eat. So this dimension talks about the physical body that we can see, touch and feel and also talks about the nourishment from outside that we provide for this body to work in its best optimum condition. When it comes to yoga, this dimension is addressed through our yoga asana practice along with a healthy diet which is usually subscribed to through Ayurveda. Eating a balanced, nourishing, seasonal diet is key for maintaining a healthy physical body along with movement that we provide to this body. From there, let's move on to the next one, the energy body, also known as Pranamaya Kosha. Our breath and our electromagnetic field of the body compromises of this particular dimension. In the yogic philosophy, our chakra also form a part of this particular dimension or kosh. Science has proven that every body has an electromagnetic signature. That means we are energy and we also have a magnetic field. The best way of nourishing or optimizing this particular dimension of our being is through breath work. Pranayam, as we call it in the science of yoga, is made up of two words, prana and ayam. Prana means breath, ayama means to expand. So we're really looking to expand the dimension of our prana or our pranamaya kosha through the practice of breath work. Breathing fresh air, the quality of the water that you're drinking, and the sunlight which we soak in in regulated amount every day ensures that our energy dimension or pranamaya kosha is working on its optimum level. Let's come to the next one. In the yogic philosophy, this is known as manomaya kosha. Manomaya kosha, like I said, com compromises in yoga both your mental as well as emotional bodies. First, let's talk about the mental dimension, the mind dimension. Your thoughts, memories, belief systems, experiences and their residue all compromise of the dimension of the mind. So this dimension gets activated when we learn something new and when we unlearn old patterns. In a holistic yoga practice, this dimension is accessed when we talk about science or incorporate science into the entire practice. For example, we could talk about how emotions last in the human body for only 90 seconds. This intrigues your mental dimension. It connects to it and gently tickles it to become more active and more responsive in your entire experience of being and holistic being. Certain meditation types like mental noting 
affirmation meditation for example you could affirm to yourself i'm focused i am focused and repeating this self to this to yourself again and again really activates the mental body the japa meditation in indian tradition is another beautiful way of connecting to the mental dimension of your being mental rehearsing is another practice which is undertaken by a lot of athletes or a lot of top notch ceos around the world especially before they are just getting into a very important meeting or getting into the ground for a match what this incorporates or involves is to rehearse what you're going to move through it very actively and consciously in your mind moving through every scenario that might come up and then observing and visualizing yourself navigating through that particular situation as it arises what it does is that it prepares your mind to become and come in sync with what is happening right now and it also helps you to feel more control and more in charge of the things that will come through it helps in you feeling more prepared for what is coming as a big event right as you step into it and then comes the next dimension which is your heart dimension the home of our emotions as buddha said everybody on this earth has to experience 10000 joys and 10000 sorrows happiness and sadness joy fear anger love pain all of these emotions and emotions impact our thinking and our thoughts impact our emotions as well and so in the traditional yogic philosophy they both are combined into a single dimension but for our better understanding let's talk about now the heart dimension so what really triggers or what really connects to this particular dimension our stories inspiration examples poetry motivational quotes thoughts experiences we love them and isn't that what we really do as people we share our stories with others we create connections by sharing our life experiences and they become inspiration for someone else and we get inspired when we listen to the stories the experiences the life paths of other people to the extent that in our practice of holistic yoga we weave in stories we weave in anecdotes we weave in experiences quotes in our entire practice flow so that we stay in connection with the dimension of the heart it's often said that a lot of times um, and we a lot of us have experienced it there is a release of built up stress and tension and emotional stuff that we've been holding on our mat which comes out as tears and these are known as the tears of the way and if you haven't experienced this as yet on your practice in your practice don't worry it's coming 
And this is the time when we realize that we really, all the work that we put into connecting to our emotional self is, is coming through. There is that dimension being activated and we are finding it to be okay to be in sync with this dimension. We are not any more ashamed of our emotions. In fact, we see it as a strength because it helps us to show up better in the world. It helps us to understand ourselves. It is a sign of being human and it is the most important thing that enables us to connect to this sense of shared humanity. So there are also very specific meditations like the Metta meditation, which is the loving kindness meditation. The meditation around cultivating joy in the space of the heart and gratitude meditation a few of the examples that are beautiful for finding a connective back to this dimension of our being that is our emotional body the next comes the wisdom body and this dimension of our being is really about moving from what can be seen, felt, or experienced towards the subtle. If you look at all the other dimensions that we talked about, whether it's the physical body, whether it's the breath or the pranic body, whether it is your mind or whether it's your emotions, all of these can be seen, felt, or they can be experienced. But the wisdom body is different. It is very subtle. And this body is all about moving away from the ego. This body is about moving from the smaller versions of ourselves that we get stuck onto by attaching too much of our identity to our physical body or our thoughts, mind or to our emotions and not being able to look beyond that into the larger self that we truly are. This body is often dormant for a lot of people because we haven't been able to form connection between our other dimensions and we are still looking at our thoughts to be our enemies, our emotions to be our sign of being weak. And we are not able to celebrate our humanness and to move beyond our ego and to accept that it is okay to have them because they are meant to be there. A thought has a beginning and an end. Similarly, an emotion has a beginning, a middle and an end. Our wisdom body enables us to understand this. Our wisdom body inherently knows that this is true. And so for something which is so impermanent, how can it really define who we are? A lot of mindfulness techniques, a little deeper mindfulness techniques like meditating on the breath or the sensations of the body are used a lot of times to bring a person to the present moment. And when we bring our attention to the breath, the body and the sensations, the thoughts that are arising, we inherently become aware as to how fickle all of these are, how impermanent everything is. And once we connect and understand the impermanence of things, we start looking at our biggest self. 
because that is when we realize that all of these things are not what are defining us and so that was about the wisdom body and we move on to the last dimension which is our bliss body and this one is all about the spirit and the soul the beauty of the human soul and there's a beautiful story that my teacher used to always share with us whenever they discussed or about the bliss body and this really puts the whole dimension into a perspective and so here's the little story for you and i hope it helps you to connect to this as much as it's enabled us to connect to it while we were moving through deepening our practice and being able to share it with others here it goes there was a beautiful little village in north thailand centuries ago and the most prized possession of this village was a beautiful buddha statue made out of gold it glistened and shone in the beautiful light and it was the thing that they were most proud about it was the thing that they cherished the most and so one day this little village got to know that they were being attacked by another kingdom and so their biggest worry was that even if they managed to flee away what would happen to the buddha statue because there was no way they could carry it and there was no way that they were going to leave that behind for others and so what they did is that they covered the entire statue in mud clay cement till the time that it could no longer be seen and no one could identify that there was a golden buddha statue underneath all of that pile which was there and the people fled away the other kingdom came in they took over this entire village and they lived there for another few centuries never once knowing that there was a beautiful glistening buddha statue right where they were and so one fine day after centuries a little girl was playing around that place and she saw that the light of the sun caught a metal and it shone really bright and so she went close by she looked at it and she started digging a little bit more with her little hands and she saw that there was more of it she got excited and she went and told her friend and her friend went and told the villagers and soon everybody came together and they started digging digging and eventually they found the golden buddha statue and so that is how it is for most of us the human spirit our beautiful soul and the sense of inherent bliss and joy is right inside of us but we are so busy in the external we are so caught up that we really don't even try to go any deeper but that doesn't mean that this doesn't exist that doesn't mean that joy isn't an inherent part of our being it just needs us to become a little more aware and all the dimensions that i talked about once we start connecting to them we realize there is more to us than just all that we move through there is more to us than what we see outside 
there is more to us than the tags that we carry of being a woman or being a man or being a CEO or being a daughter or a son or a husband or a wife. There is so much more to us. Deep meditation practices, practices of yoga nidra, shavasana, are ways of connecting to this beautiful bliss body that we have, to the dimension of bliss. And in those moments when we are totally immersed, in sync with our being, are we able to experience this? And even when this experience is fleeting, even when this experience happens for a few moments or seconds, it's just enough to get us as excited as the little girl was when she when the little piece of the buddha statue caught the sunlight and that's the beginning really that's when we start digging in deeper through the practice of holistic living and holistic yoga practice we turn on the lights towards our inside and you know when you've not been into a room in your house for a very long time or or the storage room where everything is dumped in and you haven't had the time to look at it for years together and you suddenly turn on the light one day the things that you see there most of the times are not things that you want to see because they are not things that you want in your daily life you don't want them to see around the house you don't want to see them around yourself and so you just stuff that things inside and for us inside of us these things are trauma these things are emotions that we have not processed these things are things that we have felt but didn't want to deal with them and so when you turn on that light what you see inside you may not like but to get deeper you need to move through them and slowly you get accustomed and as you move through the things inside of you of course there are things that you don't want to deal with but there are also things that you come in contact with that are beautiful memories that help you come back and realize who you really are so don't fear from really putting on that light it really is the first step towards connecting to the joy that is inherent to your being the experience of holistic living or holistic yoga has been life changing for me and i'm so excited about you delving into this practice maybe after listening to this or at some point in your life because it happens it's life changing because it really is connecting us to who we are and every day is is a new revelation every day is a new is a new eye opening experience altogether and you won't believe but we are way more interesting than we give ourselves credit of and so with this we come to an end to today's podcast it was beautiful chatting to you and um, I I cannot explain or I cannot put it in words enough as to how much would I like you to explore yourself a little better a little more give yourself the attention and the time that you deserve much love to all of you if there's anything that you would like to 
talk to me about, please drop in an email. The email address is always mentioned. I'm very happy to hear from you. Take care of yourself and I will talk to you very soon again. Namaste.